podcast. This is Match the Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match the Lava, and today is Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. It has been a busy day for me. I got up early today, which I was happy about, and I got started right away. So I ended up getting the Miracle Morning routine done that I've been doing, and then I went and got a lift in, went and run, ran, and I was able to get started with my day a lot earlier. So that was good. And there really wasn't a whole ton that was going on today. Not really too many releases. We did have one sneaker release today and then maybe a few smaller low key things that came out, but nothing really crazy. And so I spent my morning, I went after the Nike Sakai fragment waffles that came out. Nike and their three brand collabs is just insane right now. I don't understand why they're doing them like this. I don't know if they just like felt like there wasn't enough hype around the sneaker community and maybe they're trying to drive up the price of, of sneakers and resale on them so that people get more into it again. I don't know. I mean, it's very, very bizarre. So I went after those, did not get those. And I went after the clots yesterday, didn't end up getting those either. So like just not a big, not a big sneaker week for me. I really haven't hit on anything, which is kind of a bummer. I did want to get one of these pairs, especially those clots. I thought they were a really clean shoe for being a red, orange kind of shoe and just a bummer that I didn't get those. So those came out today, did not get those. And then I ran over to the store. I, I went to advanced auto or I think some advanced autos do like package drop off. So like they'll do UPS stuff and then Dollar General, Walgreens, places like that will do FedEx pickup for you. So like that kind of stuff's nice. You can drop it off there and they have a partnership program with them. So I'll typically drop stuff off at a local store just because it's easier for me to be able to ship stuff that way than try and find a UPS or a FedEx because there really aren't any within 20 to 30 minutes of me. So I, I did that. I dropped those off, which was good. And then I went to pick up some packages that had been delivered at a family member's house. And sometimes we'll use different addresses just because I don't like to use the same one all the time. Sometimes sites will not be so happy with you ordering a bunch of stuff to the same address. So I went to pick it up and the neighbor thought I was stealing packages off her front porch. So I had to deal with that a little bit. Kind of a weird scenario. I had to kind of explain that I was a family member and I just ship stuff to her house sometimes. And then the rest of my day got going. It wasn't really a super productive day, which kind of sucks because I like to get a lot done. I did spend the morning working on outside of the the Nike release. I spent the morning working on getting a VA brought in to do sourcing for me. I went through and eliminated the, I went through and eliminated the, the different prospects that there were. And it's actually a really interesting process. So I'll just kind of share that with you actually, because I, I was wondering what am I going to share with the people tonight and I'm thinking why not share how I I kind of filter through people for virtual assistants and trying to choose which virtual assistant would be the best to to bring into my company. So, when I'm looking through virtual assistants, especially on onlinejobs.ph, most of the time there's a, there's a very generic setup. They have a IQ test that most of them take, they have a disk profile DISC and then they have a uh, the last thing was like an English fluency test that they take. And a little tip for how I filter people is when I make a a application or I, I make like a job description, I put all the stuff in there that I need them to know. And then somewhere hidden in that job description, I will hide something that they will have to put back in their response to me. And it's very, very good for picking out those that are good at having an eye for detail. So that may not be like, that may 
cancel out a lot of different people that maybe would have been good candidates. But for the most part, it removes people who really weren't that serious, who were just spamming and trying to get as many jobs as they can to, to hopefully get one to stick. I'm looking for somebody who's actually serious. So what I'll do is I will put into my job description whenever I post it on a platform, hey, looking for a virtual assistant. And then somewhere in the skill set, it'll be like skills. It'll say you need to be good at eBay. You need to understand how to use Dropbox and Google Sheets. The next one will say a very good attention to detail. For instance, if you're reading this, put, and then I put a phrase in there in the response message to this job posting. And it's funny because I put I can read as the as what they have to respond with. And I just love, I love getting all these responses with people that are like, I can read, I can read. Because like, clearly like, it, that's what I want. I want people to actually read through what I'm writing. So I, it was really nice because I got a hundred, over a hundred responses, which is insane. Okay, just think about this. I put a job up for about $2.50 an hour and got over a hundred responses from people, which is crazy. So it, I, you have to filter through those. How are you going to filter through 100 responses? Well, I narrowed it down by over 80% because I think less than 20 or maybe nah, a little less than 80% because 22 of the people responded with, I can read. So that in their subject title. So like in the subject response to the job description I gave them, that was their response. Their, their subject wasn't looking for a job. I'd like to take on your this eBay sourcing job. It was, I can read. That was all they put in there. Or I can read dash, you know, job application like that kind of stuff's fine as long as they kind of got the point that I was looking for that them to put that in their title to know that they actually read through everything that narrowed it down tremendously went from 101 applications to 22 and then I started looking through and if you don't know what disk profiling is let's just talk about that for a moment a disk profile is like the Myers-Briggs or any of those personality tests you've had to take it's just one of those and what it does is it's very helpful for employers. Now, it's not 100% accurate all the time, right? I mean, not every little thing in a disk profile is going to be perfect for, for every person, right? You may get a profile back that whenever you take this test and it's just a simple, you know, do you feel more comfortable in a crowd or do you feel more comfortable at home or do you feel more comfortable being the life of the party or do you want to sit back? Like, just stupid questions like that. And then after you take this test, it compiles all those and gives you what's called your disk profile, which is it, each of those letters, D-I-S-C, stand for a different letter of, it stands for a different word. I think D is decisiveness, I is, I don't know, some sort of, it basically means you're personable. S means that you're very kind and wanting to be helpful. And then C, I think C basically means that you're very, you're very like detail-oriented type of thing, like you're very good with a process and stuff like that. So, Either way, I kind of looked at that, and when I had worked at a previous job for my internship, they had just started implementing this, and it was crazy because they it was just a screen. They gave me a screen. They said, all we want you to do is click a few, is click the words on this screen that apply to your personality, and then the next screen, I think, said, click the words on the screen that you think you need to be successful as a, as a good worker in, in our company, and I like, I, I don't know what I did. But I, I just started clicking the words that seemed like they'd fit me. And then I went to the next page and clicked the words that seemed like they fit the the company and what we were looking to do there. And when I got my results back, I mean, like they pegged me to a T. And I looked around. And I was like, how did you guys do this? Like, this is this some sort of like witchcraft you're doing here? Like, how did this understand exactly who I am? And they said, it's just a disk profile. Like, these are this is like a thing that some psychologist came up with way back in the day and he's like now like the tests have gotten better and more advanced and they can peg people pretty well at these things and so as 
these things become more mainstream, people start incorporating them into their business where they can say, I mean, they can have you take this test and basically say, hey, this is a this person looks like they're going to be a fit for our company because there's, I think, 15 different like profiles that you can have, like 15 different options that are like the 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 main kind of descriptor. So, so how do I want to put this? Like a profile being like one would be perfectionist, one would be um, uh, a decision maker, one would be an interrogator, like, and each of them has their own little qualities based on how well you score on D, I, S, and C based on the questions you answer. So like, it'll, it'll give you a little chart or a little pie chart or something to show you which one you seem to be most like, like you may be more decisive or dominant. And at that point, that may be somebody, a lot of people that rank really high in that category end up being a CEO or a business owner because they are, they like to be in control and they're very good at making decisions quickly. Where somebody that's very high C is very good at following a process, very good at doing the the things that need to be done. Somebody that's high I, you would want to have maybe in like an HR role because they'd be very good. And like I and S would be really good in an HR role if they're really high I where they like to talk to people and be the life of the party, but S where they're very kind and compassionate and understanding, those together would make an awesome HR person. And so basically you're using these to kind of gauge like how well the person would be based on their personality in the job. And so I went through and luckily they put like they, they have them take this test, online jobs PH or whoever has them take this test where it, it gives them results. And I went on that site and started looking around because it, it had the website name there and started looking around how they interpret them and kind of narrowed it down to about three different profiles that I would really like it to be. I really like my person to fit the mold of. And it didn't give me exact numbers because it gave, like when I was looking at the the chart that they returned to me on onlinejobs.ph on their profiles, it showed like a pie chart and it said we're 41% um, C, 30% I 10% D like, like it would give me their different percentages as, as to what their makeup would be on this on this profile it didn't give me that on the site but I could kind of guess okay if you're very high in the C section you would probably be good at really you'd really be good at following a process so all I did is I went through the remaining 20 people and I said okay let's figure out what I want to fit this job position and I went through all the there's 15 different combinations that you could have out of all of these that that they said would be most likely to happen for a person whenever they take this test. And I picked out the three the three most common ones that seemed like they would be good for the job. I think one was perfectionist, one was interrogator, and one was something else. And it really came down to the interrogator and the perfectionist. And it said a perfectionist is very good at following a process. They like to be able to do repetitive tasks. They like knowing that there's the stability there to do those tasks. And I'm thinking I'm breaking all of the sourcing I do down into a into a guideline, like systematic way of going through sites, looking at things on there, going through, click this link, go research all the information here. Like that's perfect for, for somebody that's a perfectionist where it said something in the interrogator about may get bored or following a same task every day or may want to take things on their own, which is good, but I also want them to do like what I'm telling them to do. And it seemed like somebody who would be better at following processes was what I was looking at. So once I narrowed it down, to exactly what sort of thing I was looking at. It said they rank really high in the C category and really high in the S category. I think I think it was those two. So all I did is I went through and looked at all of the people's profiles that they had online where it listed these disc profiles and it told me, okay, I rank very high in D and I. And I was like, okay, well, that's not good. I likes to work with people very D, very high like dominance or, or decisiveness, likes to be in control. That's not going to work for this. So I would be able to rule that person out because they probably weren't going to fit and I narrowed it down after going through all of those people's different like profiles I narrowed it down to four 
people. So if you think about it, you can basically rule out most people by just putting something in your job application or your job description that says, just respond with this in the subject title. So you're ruling out all the people that don't really care that much. Because if you care, you're going to read through it and you're actually going to pay attention and respond how the person asks you to respond in the job description. And then what you can do is you can look, and I'm not saying this is for like real, like like a U.S., like employee. I'm just saying like if you're looking to hire a virtual assistant, this is what I have been able to do because there's different laws with hiring somebody as like a full-time employee in the U.S. Like, and I'm not telling you what to do with that. You, you have to figure that out on your own. But like what I was going through in hiring, looking to hire a VA, I, I basically narrowed it down to what are their personalities like and which one's going to do the best in this job. And that may sound a little bit harsh. It may sound, well, the other people didn't get a fair chance. But if you think about it, if they're not going to be a good fit, I'm wasting their time and I'm wasting my time. That's not good. You don't want to be wasting another ver- uh, another person's time because you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. You don't want to be trying to get this person to do a job that they're not going to be good at from the get because they really don't thrive in that sort of a task. If you're not good at following a process and you come to work for me, unless I'm having you run the show, which is eventually in my plans, I want to have somebody that can manage the virtual assistants, manage the shipping person, and manage the photo kind of taking person. If I don't have somebody, like I want to have somebody running that, I want them to be able to make decisions on their own and stuff. I don't want them coming to me every time they need to, to get something done and, and ask me, hey, you know, what do I do in this situation? I Only the really, really weird scenarios that, that could affect my business, like in a drastic way or something that they just have zero idea about, that they've just like very, very off the wall. That's what I want to work with them with. But the rest of the stuff, average everyday things, I want them to be able to handle. But for the people that are doing these repetitive tasks, I don't want them to be like branching off and going, well, you know, I think it'd be better if I did it this way. And now they're doing something that's more inefficient and not getting it done. I mean, I want them to improve the process, but really if they could just follow what I'm asking them to do and they enjoy that, they're going to do well at it. They may find shortcuts that they could share with me and they may ultimately, and they're going to be good at it. Like if you like what you're doing, you don't hate it you're going to do better at it. And that's one of the biggest things that that I saw as a difference between me and the engineer that I worked with. He loved engineering. I am not that good of a sit down and let's draw everything engineer most of the time. Like, it's just not my makeup. My makeup is I want to be out there. I want to be doing things. And I really actually want to be involved like in the business side of things. I probably should have went to college for that or, or not gone at all. But that's just, that's just what I did. And so it was clear that he really enjoyed it. And he was able to almost work on it with like, I mean, he was a lot smarter with, with drawing and stuff like that, but it almost seemed like effortless. Like it wasn't like he was grinding his, his gears, trying to get a drawing out Or like for me, I'm not, and I did not enjoy it. So like, I would sit there and I'd just be like, gosh, like, I don't want to finish this. This sucks. Like I'd rather be selling things on eBay. I'd rather be outsourcing products. I'd rather be doing anything else, but this right now. And it affected the, my ability to get things done. Cause if you would have set a different task in front of me, I would have gotten it done a lot quicker even though I was staying on task and getting my things done as quickly as I could, I still couldn't get that 100% out of myself that I would have been able to for an eBay task or for something else that would have been more exciting to me. It's just like you you just, when you enjoy what you're doing, you're going to get it done more efficiently, better, and probably do a much better job at it. So I want to bring somebody on that is competent and that enjoys what they're doing because if they don't enjoy what they're doing and I don't and they're doing a bad job it's not going to bode well for me it's not going to bode well for them I'm going to have to tell them hey hit the road you got to find another job as a virtual assistant for somebody else because I can't do this you're not doing a good job and that's going to waste their time now they came to learn something new and now they're, they're not able to translate that into something else and for me it wasted my time because I spent all this time training them and they're not able to to fulfill the need that I had so it really just comes down to 
being able to get the best fit for your for your for your position you're trying to hire and the way that I've been able to narrow down the the categories is go through make sure that there is a very defined way that somebody to know that somebody has read through your job description that way you know that they care so most people they will put in there respond with this in the email subject respond with this in your application on your reply message on online jobs make sure you put this in the subject like whatever you do that's what I do and that eliminates most of the people that don't care that bad then the rest of the people, I look at what their disc profiles are. I look at what their IQ score is. That's why it's on there. It's not on there just for me to, to marvel at and say, wow, your IQ was 130. You're a genius. Like, great. If you're a genius, but you don't do very well personality-wise, you're not going to work for me. It just doesn't work. And so going through on the virtual assistants and being able to look at those and say, hey, this is this person here doesn't really look like they're going to be a good fit based on what I'm seeing from their disc profile. This other person here looks like they're going to be a much better fit. Let's get them in here and do an interview do a video interview, give them a trial run and see how they work out. Once you see if they work out or not, then you can bring them in or you can choose not to. But that's what I'm doing. Another small tip, just pay attention to the photos that people will put on there of like the results for things. Because, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to anyway. Onlinejobs.ph requires you to pay. It's like an online jobs board. And the one, it's like 70 bucks a month. It's expensive, right? Like you're paying $70 basically to get the leads. It makes sense. It's actually very well worth it. But if you don't feel like spending 70 bucks, you don't feel like spending 70 bucks. So for me, what I did is I was going through trying to see some of the different results that people were getting. And I saw that the one lady included her email in one of the photos and I was able to track her down with that and so I'm waiting to hear a response back from her but that may save me 70 bucks I mean it's not what she's supposed to do it's probably not how I was supposed to do it on online jobs so if you're listening to this I'm sorry but like also it saved me some money so just pay attention to those sorts of things because there's always ways to save money in business you want to be able to make sure you take advantage of those when you see them as long as you're not like hurting the customer hurting your customer hurting yourself hurting your employees like that sort of thing like don't cut corners to screw people over like your employees and stuff like that but if you see something that could save you some money go for it you know so anyway that's what that's a small little tip there but anyway if you want to narrow down your your list of a a lot of virtual assistants that's what i'm doing and it's been working all right so far so we'll see we'll see how things play out i'm excited i'm i'm excited to bring one of them in for an interview and then see how they do in a test and hopefully they do well and i can bring them on as a virtual assistant to work for my company so Anyway, with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.